Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. I mean, here's a guy that criticizes everybody, whoever they take. He's got the answers to uh, who you should take and who you shouldn't take. And all of a sudden, he's an expert. He's in our paper two days ago telling us who we have to take. Welcome back to another episode of the Believe in NFL Draft Prospects podcast. We are wrapping up very, very soon our positional rankings. Today, we're going to be talking corners. Ryan, man, we're getting really freaking close to the draft. We're, we're almost a week away. This is probably going to drop on Wednesday of this week. So we'll be a week and a day away. I, I'm getting antsy, man. This is this is exciting. Yeah, no, it, it is, man. This is always the fun time because you put in all the work, obviously, and you're just kind of doing the analysis piece moving up. And next week, we'll be on the radio circuit all week, man. I don't know about you, but Cam already has like six oh. different spots for me already. It's like crazy. I man. love Cam. And Cam, it's not him, but like Cam was already messaging me this morning at 6 a.m., like trying to book me on stuff today. And I'm like, dude, come on, man. You got to give me a little bit more runway here, man. I'm already busy as it is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. At least, at least he was just planning me like a week out with, uh, with the trip yeah, to South Bend and everything. Yeah. Right. You're away this weekend. So that kind of helps you out. But I, I, I stupidly was like, just give me all of it. Anything that Ryan can't do, just give it to me. And, and, and now I'm, I'm already almost booked up on. Well, well, I had, I had somebody, <laughs> I had, um, I, I had a gentleman that I've been on his podcast a bunch. It's like a Wisconsin-based like ESPN station. He messaged me. He was like, oh, can you come on in like an hour? I'm like, uh, probably not. <laughs> like yeah, an hour. That's, that's tough. That's tough. Yeah. So if anyone wants to book us, we'd love to come on. Just don't just don't ask us to do it in an hour. That would be much appreciated because next week is going to be very, Hectic. very tight. Hectic. So let's get into our coverage because, again, we're on a tight schedule. Cornermacks today is what we're going to be talking about. Very, very talented group. Ryan, this crop of corners, there was a lot of deliberation. I, I feel like at the beginning of the at the beginning of the season. Oh my god, I'm actually just now looking at your top five and whole. Oh my god, this is not gonna. This is gonna be a really interesting episode. Is it controversial? But you think it's controversial? I think it is, I think it's a little bit controversial. I didn't think this was. I, I thought this was one of my least controversial lists. Like, yeah, well, we'll we'll get we'll get to it. I'm, I'll okay. share why I think it's controversial. But okay. it feels like there is not much del- deliberation because we know who the top three is. We know that it's in some order of Sauce Gardner, Derek Stingley, Andrew Booth. Is that is that safe to say? Yeah, I think so. I, I think there's a lot of teams. Well. Let me let me backtrack. I think the majority would agree with that statement, but I do think there are some fans of Kyrie Elam out of Florida, Trent McDuffie out of Washington, even Kyler Gordon out of Washington, because I do think that this class is really strong. Like it is a after the edge position, like you could you could sell me on wide receiver or cornerback being the best groups in this 2022 NFL draft. So I think there's a lot of different possibilities in the first round so i think for the majority you're correct that the top three is pretty cemented but there may be some people that push back a little on that right right uh i think that 
for for me, this list of the top five that you have, it feels like the five guys you went with are a consensus pick. For the but most part, I just yeah. think the ordering of the top three is very much different from what everybody else has. It's fair. It's fair. Hey, man. Right. Uh, d- difference. Sometimes, hey man, sometimes, sometimes group think makes you think incorrectly. So I'm just going to put that out there, you know? Yeah. So, no, I'm not disagreeing with you. I just was, I didn't look at it because we were talking about other stuff before we started taping and I was letting you yeah. fill it in. And I'm now seeing it and I'm excited to get into it because it I, is, it is unique. I would, I would just like to say, man, a little quick preface for a second. I historically have been pretty darn good on cornerback stuff. Yeah. Have I not? I've been, I've you had some been. nice hits, man. And I will say the ordering that you have in your top three, it's been like this for a while. So I shouldn't be shocked. I just wasn't sure if you maybe made some adjustments based on some stuff that we saw at the combine and, and some other things, but we're going to get into it, Ryan, before we do, I just want to tell our listeners about today's sponsors, our partners at BetOnline continue to be the number one source for all of your betting needs and sports info. Find all of the latest sports developments, including updated odds on the NBA playoffs, fights, and even next season's futures. Don't forget that the MLB is back as well. Who are you picking to win the World Series? BetOnline is your continued source for all of your sports wagering needs, including live betting and your favorite Vegas casino and poker games. It's super easy to get started, so head to their website today or use your mobile device to join and use our promo code believe that's B L E A V to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit bet online where the game starts. Also folks I want to tell you about athletic greens. Tons of people take multivitamins, but it's important to choose one that is top quality with one delicious scoop of athletic greens. You're absorbing 75 high quality vitamins, minerals, superfoods, probiotics, and aptogens to start your day, right? Their special blend of ingredients supports gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, energy recovery, focus, and aging. It's also lifestyle-friendly and fits a wide range of diets. There's only one gram of sugar and no chemical or, or artificial anything. Reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop and a cup of water every day. That's it. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash believe. That's B-L-E-A-V. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash believe. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Mon- Drug Drug Administration. Damn it. These products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Athletic Greens take ownership of your health. I always, I always get through the damn read and then I mess it up at the end. But let's not Sorry. mess up, let's not mess up our corner <laughs> corner discussion. Yep. Your biggest sleeper. You're telling me that I'm going to really like this guy. Uh, he's got a bit of a bland name. Quite <laughs> His name is Deron Bland from Fresno State. Uh, I got to know why am I going to like this guy and why is he your sleeper? Dude, are you a dad? That was like <laughs> the most dad <laughs> introduction I've ever heard in my you life. Set you set know, me up. You set me up for that. Oh, yeah. Um. All right. So back to the oh man you just messed up my train of thought you like you really like you just <laughs> punched me in the face basically deron bland cornerback out of fresno state he was actually the reason i said that you would like this one joe is that he was actually a sacramento state player and transferred over to fresno state so this was an fcs kid for the majority of his career and he had yeah he was at sac state um okay. originally so he was there for i think three or four years and then he transferred to fresno this past year only played one year at fresno very athletic, extremely athletic. I think he went to the NFL PA Bowl. He is over six foot tall, 200 plus pounds, 
big corner, had some nice film this past year for Fresno, was a really good player for Sacramento State. And the reason I like him, I like him, Joe, is that he has a lot, a lot of traits to work with with this player, right? And he is, like I said, the size already. He went to the pro day, and at the Fresno State pro day, he had a 4-4-2 in the 40-yard dash, 10-3 broad, 35-and-a-half-inch vertical. This kid is an explosive player, also did 14 reps on the bench. He was a guy that I was targeting for the College Gridiron Showcase, but then, of course, the NFLPA ball came in and, and stole him from me. But he, if you go back to his track background coming out of high school, this was a 24-plus foot long jumper. This was a 47-foot-plus triple jumper wow. and also a 6'6 high jumper, man. Like, this guy is athletic, and there's a lot of traits to work with here. I think he has the possibility to go somewhere sixth, seventh round. I think that he might fall there to, just because he's, you know, for the majority of his career – was a small school player, only played one year at the FBS level uh, for Fresno State. But I think there's a lot of traits to work with for Deron Bland. I'm excited about him because I think that he has pretty good zone instincts, but he's just a really good athlete. So I think that he's a little bit of a scheme-diverse player with his size and athleticism, and I think that he's worth a gamble somewhere at late day three because I think he has some – I'm not going to say he's going to be a starter because there's some things that he needs to improve on, obviously, but he's got starter traits. He's definitely athletic enough to play in the NFL level. Of course, I'm in a roof for those FCS guys, but I, I will say I don't know if I, I would like that pick because he left the FCS. But oh, yeah, stop! <laughs> you, no, you, you you hold it against all the FCS kids that transfer. No, up? no, I I, yeah. I definitely don't. I always I always root for those guys to continue to make names for these FCS programs. But those the, that Sac State team that he probably left had some sneaky good good guys on it, like Elijah Dotson. Was, yeah. was there you're the running back? I don't I don't know if he they transferred had, anywhere. They had um I know they I think he transferred this offseason, but they yeah. also had the transfer quarterback from Middle Tennessee State, Asher O'Hara, right. who transferred over there. I mean, they're they're gonna be a pretty good team next year. I mean, it, yeah. for like were, a preview of Sac State, but yeah. Right. Yeah, this ended up being a Sac State preview. Just kidding. Uh most overhyped though. This one, I, I knew you were gonna pick this one, and I totally Did you? I wholeheartedly agree with this one. This is like it's similar to like my Nicobe Dean beef. Like I, I don't like Nicobe Dean as much as I think everyone else does. I went on a Georgia podcast last week and I oh no laid it. They they actually kind of agreed with me, but they still were you know fans of Nicobe Dean. Um, but you went with Tariq Woolen as most overhyped, the UTSA corner, the six foot four corner who ran a blazing fast time uh, at the NFL Combine for his yep. forty, and the hype for him I think has gotten a little bit out of control we see a tall long athlete and we're obsessed but the thing that you really pointed out throughout this this period of time especially to me and in, in having conversations the guy can't turn the guy just doesn't have any flex as much flexibility as you'd like and that's what you get with these these tall long corners is that they're not fluid in transition the less that you can do the less valuable you are yeah, no, he's got he's got tight hips. He absolutely does, and and everyone knows the background, obviously, right? Like former wide receiver, now playing corner. And I mean, at six foot four with four to eight speed, there's a lot to like, man. Like, there's a lot. And if we're talking about this kid as a day three type of player with traits to play down the road in a specific scheme, whether it's a press bail system or it's a cover three system, I, I would be okay with that. But now we're talking – I mean, Joe, I think there's a reasonable possibility he goes in the second round. Like, there's reasonable that this That's could insane. happen, man. He's a day two lock, in my opinion, based on those traits. And I just can't get there, man. I can't. Like, 
Everyone like hated the Nation Wright pick last year with the Cowboys in the third round. Nation Wright's a better football player than this kid is. And I know a lot of people are, are going to say, well, he's only been playing the position a couple years, and that's fair. That's fair. But like you just said, it's about the, the he, about the about having the skill set to that you can kind of project forward. And I just think he's tight, man. Like I just think he's really tight. So there's going to be some very scheme-specificness to Tariq Woolen. Does he have upside as a starter? In the right system? Sure. But like – I just would not draft him on day two. I think there's a lot of question marks with him. And anytime that I have a corner that is extremely scheme specific, that's a red flag to me to begin with. But then if you have a corner that is just tight hipped and just, it doesn't have the transitional quickness of the fluidity. Like I am terrified of Tariq Woolen. I think he's going to give up a lot of easy completions at the next level, starting caliber traits, but like the film is just not nearly where people are acting like it is right now. Like it's just very raw right now. Let me ask you this. So he's a former receiver. Does he at least have good hands? It's okay. They're okay. He has, he has decent ball skills. I don't know if his hands are great because there's a reason that he's playing corner, right? But, like, yeah. he, adju- he adjusts the football pretty well. He's got a good catch radius. Like, there's there's things to like with him at the catch point, but I, I wouldn't say he's the best hands catcher of all time. Okay. He's, no De- he's no Derek Stingley. Derek Stingley's got <laughs> mitts. Aaron Jermuth has mitts. Like, those guys have mitts. Mm. But, yeah, 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 yeah. Speaking of those guys, let's let's get into your top five corners here. At number five, you went with the Washington corner, Trent McDuffie, who, who it seems like he's got a little bit of some legs to be a late first rounder, probably early day two. What yep. are your thoughts on McDuffie and why do you like him in the top five? I, I think he can go in the first round. I really do. The the tough part about him is that he's a little bit of an outlier because he's got short arms. He's got sub 30-inch arms, which is a big red, big red flag because I think there's going to be some teams that are just going to kind of say, like, can he be a, a press man corner? Can he be a man-to-man corner just in general? And it's a good question. I think, though, if you're a heavy zone scheme and some off man, I think that he could play at a very high level because this is probably – either him or Andrew Booth are probably the best tackling corner in this class. Like he is very explosive coming downhill tackles at a phenomenal rate, even though he's not the biggest corner of all time. And he's a very sticky dude working down the field and he's explosive. So I like a lot of what Trent McDuffie is. I think he's one of the more consistent players as far as from a technical perspective and an IQ perspective, but there's just going to be some limitations as far as what the length looks like for him. But I think that he could be a, Jair Alexander-esque type of player, right? Like there's going to be some scheme specificness, but I think that he has the traits where the size profile doesn't quite matter as much because I just think he's such a good athlete and just so smart. Yeah, he was one of those guys that that tested really well. And it's it's so funny seeing how many really good athletes there are in this class. Number four, you have slotted Kyder Elam. And I, mm-hmm. I feel like he's not as fast as the rest of these guys. He ran four three nine or something, Wait, man. Yeah, he ran four three something. Yeah, I'm mixing him up with somebody else. That's my fault. Could everyone just ignore that I just said that? <laughs> Kyer Elam, though. Yeah, yeah. Tell me why I'm wrong about him being slow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now nah, he's um, anyway. Sorry, I made it so long without saying something stupid, and here we are. We, we're a week away, and my my was, brain's already fried. <laughs> I, I wish I wish you would have went on a Florida-based podcast and said that Kyer Elam was slow. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, so Kyer is a high cut corner transitional stuff isn't phenomenal, but I think it's good enough. He reminds me stylistically a lot of what Patrick Sertan brought to the uh, Patrick Sertan Jr. Excuse me, brought to the table last year coming out of Alabama. I don't think he's the most cat quick corner of all time, but I think that he has long speed and he has incredible length and physicality. One of the best press man corners in the class as well. So I think that there's a really 
good floor with a guy like Kyrilum, and I think there's a massive upside. He's also, I, I think he is the cousin, if I remember correctly, of Matt Elam that came out of the University of Florida, was the first-round pick to the Baltimore Ravens, who ended up not being very good in the NFL. But I think Kyrilum is press man corner all day long. I think he's a starter absolutely at the NFL level, and I think he's got all the traits to be a really high-end starter too. So I like Kyrilum a ton. I wanted to put him a little higher on this list, but like we're just in a – Cornerback class where there's a lot of talent up top, so it was just impossible to get him any higher, unfortunately. So here's where things get a little bit spicy, because everyone seemingly has... Oh, spicy. I, I get where you're going with so, that. Go oh, actually, that wasn't intentional, but that's actually a really freaking good transition. <laughs> I'm so talented at transitioning that I just do it without thinking, but... sure. Sauce Gardner has become the 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 number one guy. He yep. is on these in these mock drafts in these discussions. He he went to the combine and I think really showed up, particularly when Derek Stingley and Andrew Booth did not test. Sure, but you still keep him at three, yep. and I I feel like that's still pretty high for you because originally at the beginning of the season you weren't really in on Sauce Gardner. I think you've kind of bought in a little bit more. Mm-hmm. But why is he number three for you? Yeah, I, ha- I had a second round grade in the summer, so I-, I liked him, but I was a little hesitant on him just because I didn't know what the transitional quickness was, and I didn't know how fast he was. But of course, he checked those boxes at the combine as far as the the long speeds concerned, running in the four fours at but nearly six foot three. So he checks a lot of boxes, man. He's got incredible length, thirty three inch arms. There's a lot to like with Sauce. This is my disclaimer, Joe. This is my disclaimer. The top three corners on this board, I would take between, I would take in the top 15 to 20 picks. So, like, these are very highly ranked football players, in my opinion. Sauce is the best in this class, in my opinion, of playing to his length. Like, he disrupts the line of scrimmage, he disrupts, disrupts the catch point. Everything is just extremely consistent. He's a better athlete than I originally gave him credit for. I think the top two, though, that I have are higher caliber athletes, which is why I kind of defer to them a little bit at that position. But Sauce is a very consistent player, and I think he's I think he's a safe bet to being a really good starter at the NFL level. So now as we continue on with the rest of these the, these two guys that you have, the your I think the, the the debate now that we get into is Stingley or Andrew Booth. And I, I've always known that you were an Andrew Booth guy. Um and again, you you pointed out that you've always been against what everyone else has been pushing, but you've always pretty consistently gotten a lot of these guys right. Um, but at number two, you have Derek Stingley, who at his pro day ran a four three seven, had such a good early part of his career at LSU. Struggles with some injuries, the team overall struggles, and I, I think our perspective on him has deteriorated because of the you know all of those those things that come into play, but. For Derek Stingley, he's at number two. Why do you put him there? Why does he fit? I mean, his upside's the best in the class. I mean, <laughs> I don't know if you saw the the clips from his pro day, Joe, but like he did a thirty eight inch vert and has the worst technique ever. He's just such a phenomenal athlete, man. Like he is a freak of nature. And two years ago, you probably would have put a, a slam dunk that he's a top five player in this class. And obviously, he's dealt with a lot of nagging injuries during the last couple of years and some inconsistencies just very very point blank to it but the kid can be a star he can be an absolute star he is just so athletic so fluid ball skills are good it's a little unsettling the last two years with the injuries like that's going to give you some pause and i understand that there's going to be some nfl teams that are just going to kind of be down on them a little bit because like it's the biggest a bit the best ability 
is availability always. So like, there's going to be some teams that are questioning how much they like Derek Stingley, but if he hits his ceiling, man, he's going to be special. Like not just good, special. These are talent is just through the roof. Like you said, four three, four four speed, six foot plus ball skills for days. He's got NFL bloodlines. I think it's all there for Derek Stingley, and if he's able to stay healthy, I think he's going to be a very impactful corner. And obviously, there's going to be some people that are going to question. But is he going to stay healthy? And that's fair. It's 100% fair. And I think that's why he's going to get knocked down to, you know, a top 20 pick instead of where he was a bit originally, maybe like a top five player at some people's opinion. So there's going to be some diversity to his to his evaluation. But I do think that Derek Stingley is a special talent from a physical perspective. Lastly, Andrew Booth Jr., the Clemson corner. Again, most people think that he's like the third guy out of the guys that we've mentioned. But you have him... At number one, what what makes him so different, and maybe why does your opinion differ from everybody's for everybody else's that that makes him the number one guy for you? I, I think he's out of sight, out of mind a little bit, you know, because he wasn't able to test obviously this draft process. I, I mean, I think the caliber of athlete here is at least on par with Derek Stingley, maybe better. Like, I think that he was going to be a four three something athlete. I think he was going to have a forty inch vert because when you watch this kid, I mean. The ball skills, the fluidity in playing the football in the air, and just the the springiness are just all special, man. I don't think I've ever seen a corner that plays the football better in the air than Andrew Booth. He basically is a wide receiver on defense. Like He just has great ball skill, has sticky hands. It's incredible. And then he's got more length than Derek Stingley. I think he's got near 32-inch arms. He's six foot plus. He's got a great frame to work with. He's built better um, you know, from a physical perspective. And he plays physically as a football player. He's a good tackler. He's physical at the point at the uh, line of scrimmage and press. A lot of great traits to work with, man. I think this kid is a lockdown corner at his peak. There's a lot of Champ Bailey in the in the, in mm-hmm. Andrew Booth's game, in my opinion. And I I know that there's reasons that people are kind of questioning him. He's not the best zone corner of all time. Who gives a shit? Uh, excuse me for a second, but like he's going to play man to man the majority of the time. And he's going to shut down the number one receiver on the other team, and he's an athletic freak. So people are overthinking Andrew Booth a little bit. I think he's got special traits. I think he's a top ten player at least in this class, maybe top five for me. I think he's a special type of player. See, Ryan, this is why people are commenting in in our Apple Podcast ratings that it needs an explicit tag because you're just loosely throwing around the the shit. word shit. Yeah, shit. <laughs> oh, okay, sorry. That's exactly what it is. Our 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 our, our, our podcast um or our YouTube channel is called Hack City. Do people expect this to be like a very classy kind of ordeal? That, that's true. The, uh, that's on any person for uh, for not thinking that you know we're we're not going to be very loose and. <laughs> And right. careless. Yes. Loose and rigid, man. That's what we do over here. Loose and rigid. Those are antonyms, but they work. <laughs> Wait. Yeah, they're the loose and rigid. Those are two complete. Yeah, but, but it's it's it, no no, but yes, technically they're opposites, but you're you you have to talk about the context that they're used in, man. Like we're loose lipped, so we're rigid. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah, but rigid means tight. No, no, rigid means rough. Look it up. Unable to bend or be forced out of shape, not flexible, not right. able to be changed or adapt. So that, that like loose implies. How do you yeah, end up on I'm, the I'm show? <laughs> on the FCS show, I argue with Sean about words, and I can't spell them. And here we are in the draft show arguing. Well, about no, words. I'm talking. No, no, but I'm talking about being loose lipped. I'm not talking about <laughs> being loose in form. I'm talking about being loose lipped. So you're being rigid. 
<laughs> oh, sorry, Ryan. <laughs> you actually, you were the teacher. You should probably. I, I'm, yeah, I, I, I was. Go. I was an English major recently, and you're arguing with I, me about words. I'm I, a wordsmith. I was a journalism major. Uh, I don't like, give a like, shit what I, you were. I don't I give a shit what you were. Yeah, like I was like doing doing accounting or like construction. Dude, you were or doing like you were doing like basket weaving or some shit. Basket you were a football weaving. player. Yeah. All right, well, that was the chaotic ending to the show that I wasn't expecting. <laughs> Folks, thanks for tuning in. Hit the subscribe button. Uh, be sure to stay up to date with our draft coverage. We'll be back. mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.